0: This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Free Play Florida. It'll be Friday, November 20th through Sunday, November 22nd.
1: Graydon Clark, classic B-movie director of almost 30 feature films, including sci-fi, horror, and pop culture, will be at the show. He's the director of Joysticks, and movie, and they'll have a screening of it Friday night with a QA and a followed after. Also, Walter Day and Billy Mitchell, the founder of Twin Galaxies International Scoreboard, and Billy Mitchell's a star of King of Kong movie, will be there to talk to you guys live. And don't forget, Dennis Nordman and Greg Ferreris, classic pinball designers, of some of the most famous machines ever made
0: will also be on hand, taking your question. And Deuce for Five Nights at Freddy's freaks, Aaron Fetcher of Creative Engineering and the genius behind the Showbiz Pizza Place rock of fire Explosion, animatronic band that heavily influenced Five Nights at Freddy's, will be there with his characters. And that's just getting started Deuce, they have over 200 arcade games and pinball machines. Every classic console you can think of. A tournament for Smash Brothers and pinball games and challenges of games of all kinds. And remember to tell them that the official official
1: podcast of Free Play Florida
0: Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you.
1: Hello. What's going on? This is Deuce. And of course, I got my main man, Johnny Womack. What's going on, man? <laughs> well, we're doing a little wacky today because this is a very special Halloween-themed episode for the month of October. And we're going to have a lot of uh, pooperia patio for you, if you will. we got a lot yeah. of subjects we're going to cover. So we're going to jump right into it, Johnny. We had an amazing time at the Lakeland uh, Zombie Fest uh, this month. What about
0: the do salute, sir? Oh, I am.
1: See, that's what happens when you do things backwards. I yep. don't know how to do them. So hang on a second. There you I, go. I haven't had enough of these. That's why I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we went to One Zombie Fest and we had a really cool panel called The Brain Game yep. uh, where we talked about zombie video games. And because uh, uh, of some logistics things, we weren't able to tape it. So we kind of thought we'd kind of do at least a little bit of it over for you so yeah. you guys could hear some. And then we got some other things uh, pepper wrong in the end of the uh, podcast. So we hope you stick around. We hope you listen. So I'm going to give the duties
0: back over to you because this is harder than I thought (laughs) it would (laughs) be. And, of course, if you don't know, we are the Happy Hour of Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, Deuce, people, they can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. So if you like what you heard, give us a five-star review. Love us, hate us. Give us some feedback because we want to hear it. And uh, follow us and give us a heart on SoundCloud repost. Repost and do all that fun stuff. So yep. definitely want your reviews. Yep. And also we want to do a mailbag episode soon. Um, Send us your thoughts at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And, of course, we started off the brain game by talk Because essentially we want we wanted to do, because it was Lakeland Zombie Fest, we wanted to talk about zombie-centric video games. And, wow, Deuce, when we were doing our homework, there is a ton of games with zombies in it. And we had like five pages. You had a whole folder oh, full of games. Yeah, yeah and we're not going to hit all of them. We're only going to no. hit the highlights here. Uh, kind of like our uh, pop-up video version, if you will. Oh, <laughs> of you that Pop-up video. Uh, Man, there's <laughs> like six people listening to the show They got know their show It's our A yeah. tier. They don't even know what that is. Uh, anyways, so we start off by saying, you know, Castlevania – And, of course, Ghosts and Goblins had had their share of zombies in their video games, but they weren't really zombie-centric video games. No, because Uh, Ghosts and Goblins had, like, everything. Same thing with Castlevania. Yeah. Like, everything. Everything in it. So, of course, uh, we're going to get even Doom, like, back in 93, they had their version of zombies in the game. But for me personally, I think, of course, a lot of games have come out since then, zombies... Uh, na- 8 My Neighbors or whatever it is like on the second genesis but yeah, we're not going to talk, Nintendo yeah, we're, not gonna talk- yeah, we're not gonna talk. yeah we're not going to talk about the g- those games but we're going to ta- talk about Call of Duty World at War back in 2008 because for me personally that is the game that pretty much set off this whole zombie video game f- like oh, yeah. love because this was pre Walking Dead because Walking yes. Dead came out in 2009 yes. so it was pre Walking Dead huh. and it was a, a Nazi zombie mode that you could that you can play in the game up to four players And, Deuce, I remember playing it. It was a fun game. It was
1: awesome. I really liked it because it was totally new. Because when you start off the game, you had a pistol and you only had so many rounds and you had your knife and you got money for each time you killed something. But then you had to, you were like in a little room and you had to barricade like the walls. But each piece of wood cost you money and if you wanted to get because there would be better weapons you could find if you wanted a better weapon that cost you money if you wanted to buy more rounds that cost you money so it was a real cost analysis of what you were doing you really had to think about it and you had
0: to have a lot of teamwork too because it was a a wave of just endless zombies your main thing is you're trying to survive it was the original horde mode if you will exactly
1: you know because they would send you wave after wave after wave and depending on how far uh you got would be the further along like in the building you would get and kind of have to to fight off the zombies but it was awesome and like you said that really that kind of let people know that zombies were important because i remember the next game didn't have zombies the next call of duty game and people flipped the fuck out it wasn't until black ops yep black Black Ops ops is when they brought it back and yeah. they brought back with a vengeance. Yeah,
0: and even Black Ops 2, like, I, I don't... You guys know, checking out the history, uh, I actually bought Black Ops 1 and 2 because of friends that played it. My brother-in-law played it. So, and what was the mode they wanted to play? The zombie mode. And I remember just having a blast. Because it wasn't like you were playing online against people that were shooting against you. It was. And on top of that, just decimating you. Yeah. So, it was like you were actually working as a team trying to stop these wave of zombies. And I remember you got so good at the maps. Like, I remember there was a level in Black Ops 2 where one person was manning one area, another person was manning one area, and they had me spin around in circles having the ch- zombies chase me so they wouldn't chase the, them. Yeah. Well, they can get their weapon upgrades and all that stuff. And if you had your system down, you can run around in a circle and they'll just chase you and you won't get hit. It's, I mean, dude, there's all these tactics and strategies involved, and it was really fun. And uh, someone that doesn't play online very much like myself, I actually really had a great time playing um, the zombie mode in Black Ops 2. And, of course, Black Ops 3 is coming out, yeah. and uh, they'll be right having a zombie, the mm-hmm, zombie mode in that as well. So that's the only thing that will really get me back to playing Call of Duty is everyone's like, hey, Johnny, we want you back for zombie mode. I might yeah. have to drop the money for it.
1: Well, the other good thing, too, is you might get lucky. Like, I don't know. I can't say for sure because Call of Duty hasn't been dropping in price like most games do. Like, it stays pretty much at that price point, but... I, I don't know. Like I have said before and I'll say it again. My Christmas purchases are gonna be Star Wars Battlefront. Yes. I got it right for once. He did, he did. Uh Call of Duty, Black Ops three and Fallout Four. And mm-hmm. that's gonna be it, and then I think I'll be set until uh, next year. Next year when the new Uncharted comes out. Yeah. The only thing I might do is I might get. Uh, I really want that WWE 2K16. That looks pretty sweet. And I want to get the uh, Nathan Drake collection, but Me I want to wait. I think it'll go down to like thir- like, especially when the new game comes out.
0: I think it'll drop to like thirty bucks. Yeah, we'll see and what that's hap- yeah. when I'll
1: pick it up. Yeah.
0: So, Deuce, I actually want to start off with the game that kind of started the whole last gen with the with the bang was Dead Rising. Oh my uh, god, by Dead Rising was
1: amazing.
0: So essentially, this game was you were stuck in like a shopping mall and you had a countdown of, for like forty eight hours or whatever it was in the story, and until you tried you to you were going to get picked up until exactly. like,
1: uh, the rescuers were going to come yeah. and get you.
0: And I loved it because. The game didn't really give you a tutorial. You were kind of like a fish out of water. You're like, hey, there's zombies over here. You can kind of take weapons from anything and make weapons and craft them. And they only had, like, a certain life, like, yeah. it would break after a while. Yeah. And I just remember going through, and I just loved it because you could do whatever you wanted. Like, I literally – I think in the panel I said I had, like, a hockey mask on and a tutu and a baseball bat. And I was just going through and mowing zombies down. <laughs> Well, and I like, got, like, a Mega Man helmet. Oh, yeah, that's right. you could get the Mega, right, Man, Capcom. A Mega Man yep.
1: blaster gun yep. that would shoot stuff. And, yep. like, you could use that. And there were so many cool things you could do. And the story was so good. And I remember the thing, and because it's not an episode of the Happy Hour unless we say allegedly. Allegedly, they got the blessing from George A. Romero, yep. the, the, the kind of the godfather of zombies, if sure. you will, to make the game. Because on the top of it, because I remember right underneath Dead Rising, he said, this is not, like... Based on, you know, Dawn of the Dead. Because it was really yeah, close you're to in Dawn the of the mall, Dead. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it had a lot of parallels to Dawn of the Dead. And I remember it wasn't like that. And I remember it was such a big deal because I had two good friends, Glenn and Vince. And they both love zombie games. And they came over to my house one weekend on a Saturday. And we all three sat there and played it for like eight hours straight. Like just passing the controller around to play it because they were like, this is the coolest game ever.
0: Yeah, it was fun. And I remember just getting lost, like, in hours and hours, just just taking weapons and customizing them. And and obviously, when you get to Dead Rising 3, like, you could add, like, four or five different things, pieces, and make, like, this mega, like, flame-throwing bazooka bat something. Like, you could really, like, mix stuff together and, like, make custom weapons that no one else had, which was really neat. So the franchise, love it or hate it, was very innovative at its time when it came out, and it was a lot of fun to play. And... Also, another game that was very innovative and groundbreaking for the mobile industry was Plants vs Zombies. Deuce. Yeah,
1: like I never played it myself, but I know a lot of the kids played it. And the good thing was, it was a zombie game that, for the most part, was pretty kid friendly. Like, yeah. It wasn't like there was blood no and blood and guts and and exactly. Anything, so it was super easy. So parents didn't mind kids playing it. And we saw it at Lakeland Zombie Fest. Man, the kids they loved them some zombies.
0: And also, the cool thing was is it. Was on a mobile device, so you hit a huge install base, right? Almost oh, yeah. everyone you know a, has a mobile a phone. Smartphone. Yeah, so like it hit another market because Deuce and I are are, now, are not casual gamers. We're we're, we're considered, uh, I wouldn't say core gamers, but we are. We're, we we buy more than one game a year, and I guess that's what they consider, a casual gamer, one or one to five games a year. Is I that think. what they I do? Think that's, I think that's what I heard that the other day. That sounds about right. One to five games a year is a casual gamer. So basically gamer. Wii U owners are casual gamers? Yeah, no, I heard you. I heard you. Uh, but yeah, so Plants vs Zombies. I remember playing it, and I was like a mobile game. I don't want to play it because cause you're so used to console and PCs. Oh, yeah. Deuce and I were very hesitant because Deuce was late to the party when it came to smartphones, so he didn't get oh, a yeah chance to very check it late up. to the party. But I was like, I have a smartphone. I'm like, all right, but I don't really want to play a game on my phone. That sounds silly. Yeah. And I remember playing it. I'm getting hooked. I'm like, oh wow, this is really good. And our third member, Brandy Womack. She is obsessed with Plants uh, vs Zombies because she gets she? to this mode where you know she gets like hooked on a game and really gets into it, like, uh, a- uh, a.k.a. The Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, or the Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. But she loves Plants vs Plants vs Zombies. Like she's beat it several times and she's played it on all different platforms. That's how much she loves it. Like she's played it on the the mobile devices. She's played it on the PS3. She's played it on the Vita. Like she's played it on different different areas, different consoles. And I remember the big stink about Plants vs Zombies too was it was. It was uh, free to play, but they had all these microtransactions, so it was yeah. it really kind of inhibited the game. And I wish, I, because the original Plants vs. Zombies was three bucks, but the game was open. Yeah, like, like
1: you got everything with your three dollar purchase. That's the reason why. And and not to get on a tangent, I think these mobile games do so well because the price points are so low. Especially like look at the uh, that that. Not tiny birds, the, the flappy birds, the, the angry birds. Angry birds. Yeah. Oh, that was a huge hit. Yeah, that was a huge hit because it was so cheap.
0: Like, yeah, like 99 cents.
1: Yeah, like if like you'll pay 99 cents for a game. I'm not paying more than a couple dollars for a game. And I don't really game on my phone, to be honest with you. I just use it for my XFL football app and, you know, just Facebook stuff like that, Twitter. Like, I'm not gaming. When I game, I game on my TV or I don't game at all. But I know a lot of people have games on their phone. They love them.
0: Mm-hmm. And there are some, I mean, good games out there, but I also feel like there's the crappy games are dime a dozen. Like there's a lot of crappy mobile games oh, out sure. there, and I feel like that's kind of like tainted, like the market. The market, yeah, and especially you know with Android, there's so many more, de- so much more developers for Android. There's so the chances of of getting a good game is less because there's so many crap going into the Android marketplace, and just like the zombies, that yeah. have infected the Android, yeah, marketplace. they've infected the Android marketplace. Uh, but yeah, Plants vs. Zombies was very important for the industry because it kind of told people, hey, you can play games on your mobile, yeah. and it's fun, and it's cheap. You know, So that was one thing that really catapulted people into the stratosphere because I think people that play Plants vs. Zombies might have been a uh, gateway drug to console gaming. Because yeah, I yeah. think that in the end of the day, if you really are someone that's a casual gamer and you really find yourself spending a lot of time with it, you might want to check out system, systems yeah. and whatnot. So Plants vs Zombies was very crucial and very important to the industry as well as it was a fun, you know, zombie-based video game. I also want to talk about a game that came out uh, from Deep Silver called Dead Island. Oh yeah, and, that was a great game. Yeah, it was fun. Um it was for all the systems uh three si- well, back last gen, 360, PS3. Uh and the whole basic premise was that you are pretty much trying to survive, right? Yeah. You're you're a first-person shooter essentially and you're walking around this area, this island and you meet up with different survivors and you have a group of people that play I and mean, didn't it didn't they have like a system where um if you had an axe or something it would, it would like decay over time it would decay over time and it would break.
1: break and you had to kind of uh, either repair it or upgrade it or find a new one
0: uh had a good loot
1: system it had a good system of like storing your weapons it had a good leveling system I think it was the first game to me where it really kind of met uh, what I call degenerative weapons, where they kind of degenerate the more you use them. Sure. But it also had a leveling system, so your it's character RPG up, elements. It had RPG elements. Um, it was a great game, the graphics were amazing. The story was good. I think the problem was it had such an amazing trailer. That trailer that came it out didn't live up to the hype. No, it, not at all. And line,
0: it's almost like the destiny effect where everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for this game. It's going to be amazing." And you ha- you put it on such a high pedestal. Like people wanted yeah. nines and tens out of Dead Island. Yeah, it ended up being like a six or seven. You know, yeah. which was it was a fun game, but nothing yeah. to write home about.
1: No, and I I will be the first one to admit I got it on sale when it got cheap, like thirty bucks. And I don't regret spending the thirty bucks on it. But but you, but paying six. If yeah, I probably have been, would have been a little miffed. Yeah. yeah. But it was fun. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a, a fun game, and, I, I, and I'll tell you, it was long. It was really long, so. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's the weird thing is, is Deep Silver, the people who made that island, went on to make an actually really good game, which you and I have not played uh, Dying Light, which I heard was phenomenal. Everybody says Everyone phenomenal, Dying especially light especially
1: now that the DLC's out. Yeah, and I think people you are can saying— can get a Game of the Year edition of well, it now with all the DLC. Well,
0: and that's the thing is Dying Light came out so early in the year that I think a lot of people missed it because it came out like February this year. Yeah,
1: which normally—February, March, April is a good time because people—I I call it getting over the Christmas hangover. Sure. Like you've beaten all the games you've gotten for Christmas and you're looking for something new. And it was one of those games for me that was, like, on the bubble. And I can't remember, but there was a game that was coming out, like, a month later. Yeah, I don't where remember I what it like, was, but we both yeah, missed it, yeah, which is rare. Either it, yeah. one
0: of us get a game. Like, it's yeah. hard, very rare do we miss a, you know, a well-received game because this game has got nines and nines off the across yeah. the board. Yeah. Like, this is a game that people were actually putting in for Game of the Year talk, but the problem yeah. is is... You have all these games that came out, and it's usually, what have you done for me lately, right? So people, in their mind's eye, they think of the recent games like yeah. Phantom Pain, right? Yeah. So they're like, oh, well, these games get put in Game of the Year, but yeah. I, sometimes games in the early part of the year get miffed or yeah. get nixed because there's so many great games that come out the rest of the year, especially the late November games, because oh, that's yeah. when you get, as Deuce says. That's the, when you get the AAA titles. Yeah, exactly, the Bukaki of titles. The Bukkake names, Deuce's names. Uh, uses Deuce's, Deuce's uh, terminology there. Uh, but yeah, Dying Light, I, that's a game that you and I might just buy when it's on sale because I imagine it'll yeah, probably try. I, I, yeah, I but think it's, a game it's only that around hear, like $30. I've never heard anything bad about the game. No. Because basically the premise is it's a surviving element again, but they re- rely mainly on a lot of parkour elements, where yeah. you're jumping and running and all that. You can't just go and just kill. Well, you things. can run and jump off of
1: zombies, yeah. like you can run and parkour off zombies. And the zombies and at night are they get they get more active. They do during the day, they're less active, so there's yeah. definitely a night and a day cycle, which intrigues me a lot yeah, actually because you got to be uh, you've kind of got to be omniscient about it, like yeah. you've got to know what's going on and look at your surroundings and. Like, the premise was cool. It looked good. It was just one of those I just never got around to. We got so busy
0: with other stuff and other games that we just never had a chance to really check it out. So, definitely, if you've played uh, Dying Light, give us your your thoughts and your review. Send us a line to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com because it is a game that we didn't talk about the brain game because we didn't have much to say. But, like, thinking about later on, uh, the last few days, I was like, man, that's a game I really sad I missed because I heard so many good things about it. So definitely check out dying light i'm 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 definitely curious to see what your thoughts are what about Lollipop Chainsaw? I wanted to throw that out there. Oh, so A lot of yeah. people really, really liked it. Yeah, it's like a uh, third-person action game, right? Yeah. With this
1: chick uh, in a bikini, blonde hair. Well, not a bikini. She <laughs> was in, a like, a cheerleader outfit. Oh, a cheerleader. And she had her, her boyfriend's head attached to her because he became a zombie, so yeah. his head was attached to her. It was to supposed to be, up.
0: like, this crazy, like, anime-style yeah. game or whatever, and uh, I heard it was okay, actually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cosplayers
1: just, really love the show. Oh, they love it, yeah. yeah.
0: But hers is, like, crazy, but uh, I don't know. I might buy it if it's on sale or something. Just
1: yeah. I, I don't. I know, I, th- I know they made it on Xbox Three Sixty. They might have made it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they, 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 don't made, think it they made it for current Four. So, yeah, and that's my problem. I'm on a strict only PS Four policy. because yeah. like all the games I buy are only. I haven't bought anything. Games. I haven't
0: bought anything for PS Three uh, or In, ever. Since, it seems like. since yeah. PS Four came out. So, because yeah. you know I want to play my new system. Yeah. Um, but I heard about that game. That game was like kind of crazy and whatnot. Of course, Deuce, I, I definitely, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about a hugely successful game based off The Walking Dead called Walking Dead. Oh, you mean Dead. the one with Daryl? <laughs> 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 no, not that one. No, uh, Yeah, that one was Survivor Instinct. That was horrible. Uh, it was a shit show. And it, but the sad thing was it actually had voices by Michael Rooker and, and Norman Reedus. They actually had their voices, but the game was awful. It the was like, hot garbage. Well, basically this, the storyline was, it was the brothers story before they got met up with everyone else. Yep. So it was them doing their thing. And the it whole. was canon, which was yeah. the other thing. So people were like, oh, I want to see this. walking dead canon. Was, I mean, the voice acting was fine, but I could after two hours, I had to put the game down because it was buggy and glitchy. Oh, you actually played it? Oh, yeah. It was buggy and glitchy and obviously, I wasn't caught up. I wasn't current with uh, Walking Dead, the show, so it didn't really matter too much for me. I it was a prequel. It anyway, was a prequel, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, but I was playing it, and like, the weapon system, the way it reloaded, games was slow, it would glitch out, you would have ammo, and then all of a sudden, said you had no ammo. Like, it was very, very annoying and trying to get through. Like, the zombies, the way they interacted was fine, but it was just like, it, it was a... A chore. Like, I don't want a job when I'm playing a game. I want to have fun. Yeah. That's the whole point of playing well, games. Well, I
1: remember right. Kotaku ripped it a new one. I was like, as soon as they did that, I'm like, and eh, nope. And so, I, I kind of was fit farting around with it because it kept getting cheaper and cheaper. Like, literally, it only been out a month and it was down to like 40 bucks. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll screw around with yeah. this. And then
0: right around the corner, I got my PS4 and I was like, nope. Yeah, it was on PS3 and 360 and PC. But th- no, that's not the game we're talking about. We're talking about the Telltale, The Walking uh, Dead, the game. Yeah. And of course, Telltale. They before that they were pretty much known. Uh, they did Back to the Future, they did Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park game, which the Jurassic Park game was awful, but the Back to the Future game was fun. And they did a few other games before that, but they were pretty much the Telltale games are pretty much like interactive novels, like you know storytelling. Yeah. Like sure, you had some gameplay mechanics in there, but for the most part, it's about telling a story yeah. and uh, very very emotional. This the Walking Dead games. Uh, I remember just picking it up. And I wasn't caught up on Walking Dead, which is the beauty of it. It's set in the same world, yeah. but you don't really have to know anything about the show, no. which is great. And going into it and just, like, falling in love with the characters and, and the struggles. Because that was one of the things is you had, like, people would ask you questions or whatnot. And you'd have, like, this choice tree, right? You'd be, like, you had, like, four or five choices. Yeah. And the thing is, you'd have like a timer that, w- like a bar that would go across the yeah, screen. You might
1: only have five seconds to make the choice, so, or ten seconds. And when you're like, uh, oh, it's it, you might make the wrong choice and accident, like you would in real life, yeah. and then you're like, oh crap.
0: Yeah, but it was really cool because the anxiety that you get, like it was awesome, and like people will die or live because of your choices.
1: Yeah, and it saves them. And what I liked is, it was one of the first uh, I can remember episodic games. So you had to wait like a few weeks to get the next episode, and all your saves carried over. So like whatever choices you made in the beginning. Even on episode five, those choices were still resonating. So it's like you truly felt like those choices mattered.
0: Yeah, and then just Clementine, the the young Asian girl, like she was so amazing and like just like you cared for her and like you just felt like their struggle. And you almost felt even though you're you're controlling a main character, you felt almost like a fly on the wall, like trying to see this world that people were living in and their choices. Like, Deuce, if you were stuck in and out of a zombie apocalypse, what what would you do? You know what I mean? Like it made you think. Like if you were that person, how would you react to these situations? And like, people get bit. Yeah. What do you do? Like if like for, no spoilers, but someone young gets bit in the game, and you're hit. A for me as a parent, like God, if my my kid got bit. Like I don't. I would lose my mind, like because obviously they're going to turn. No one knows how to cure that. So do yeah. you shoot them automatically, but if you do that, then you're coming across as a killer, and you know what I mean? Because they're still, quote-unquote, alive. Yeah, but if you let them stay
1: alive, you risk, do they turn, and you didn't notice they turned, and they might accidentally bite somebody else, and somebody else might die because you didn't go ahead and do what needed to be done when it needed to be done. I mean, Walking Dead deals with this on a weekly basis they on do. the show. It's yeah. like, you know, when people get hurt and they get bit, sometimes you just— you just got to go ahead and do what you got to do right then because to make sure that they don't hurt anybody else.
0: Yeah, and the nice thing that you said earlier was like the the game actually remembers these actions that you make and also the characters. It'll actually say like the top corner of the screen, like Kenny remembers this yeah. or Kenny didn't like your answer. Yeah. It'll tell you that and like you'll actually shape friends and enemies based on your choices. Yeah. And so the game was just awesome. And I, I actually, when these games came, came out and I heard it was episodic, I'm like, oh, I, I, don't, know what epi- I don't know about episodic games. And I think, like, some other g- companies that experimented with episodic games, like Sonic 4, they had, like, episode yeah. 1 and 2. There was a couple other games that tried it on, like, the Wii, the Wii. And it did okay, but it wasn't mind-blowing. But these games, I actually waited till all, the whole pack was out. Like, I didn't buy it week to week or month to month. But I waited till all five was out and just played it all in a row. Because yeah. it's, like, a good six, eight hours if you play them all in a row. And I remember just loving it and just can't believe, like, the feeling that I had playing these games because it was so emotional and, 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 and anxiety-driven and just like you cared about the characters and the choices that you made and the choices they made. It was just great storytelling.
1: Yeah, and, and the one thing I like, and for our listeners out there, they actually made them for PS4. So like you can go and get season one and season two on PS4 for like twenty bucks or so. Like, oh, they're cheap. pretty yeah. cheap. So it's like you could go get a physical copy of the game and play it and have like a good weekend's worth of fun well, out of it for like. Let me 20 tell bucks.
0: you. Let me tell you a story. I played it first on the Vita, oh, and wow. that was a shit show. Um, a because I think the engine itself was just clung together. Like it's not the best running engine. Because yeah. you'll see like in between things, there'll be like a small hesitation in between action scenes. But the weight ran on Vito. Was it was hard? Worse. It, sometimes it'd freeze up and. Like the Vita is a great machine, but I don't think they they made the game correctly for the Vita. So what I might end up doing instead of having to transfer that save file over, which I don't know if it ever will, I might just buy it for the PS4 and play. Start over, from start over from scratch. Plus, and it's not like a lot
1: you got to make up because the no. whole game itself, if you get all the whole first season, I think it's like eight to ten hours. Like yeah, like six, six to eight long. hours. Yeah, yeah, it's not
0: very long. So mine actually now that my wife's uh, Brandy, the third member, is hooked on now, because here's a true story. I started—I was behind on the show, and I'm on Season 3 now. And Brandy all of a sudden started watching it, like, last week. Really? And now she's, like, almost on Season 3. Now so she's, she's hooked almost on caught it. up to you. She's hooked on it now, so we're going to watch Season 3 on together. Yeah. But she, this is definitely a game that she'd want to play with me. The oh Walking yeah. Dead game, she's going to love it. And plus, so. the cool
1: thing is it's one where you could, like, trade Like, you could both sit and play at the same time and, like, trade off the controller and make choices together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could play it together, unlike a Call of Duty or something like that.
0: And the nice thing is— there is an episode two, so I haven't played episode two. So like, once we get through episode one, but it's not even episode two; it's season two. Season like two, they've me. got a whole season yeah. one,
1: and they got a whole mm-hmm. season two that's out now. And Telltale, actually, now that they've made both of those, have made like the Wolf Among Us, which oh is supposed my to be really god, Brandon and, and I started playing. Worlds. It's excellent. Is it? Yeah, it's and they've really got good. one that's in the Borderlands world too. Now yep. it's called Tales from the Borderlands. I Heard which it was is good. supposed to be really good, the good too. Game of Thrones. Yeah, they got the Game of Thrones
0: one, and they Game got the Lego Story one. They just came out. Really, there's a new one for Lego set in the Lego universe. It's like a Lego story oh that's cool so that's cool So yeah uh, oh no I'm sorry Minecraft Minecraft, Minecraft world yeah, yeah, yeah which is really cool so like they're, they're definitely hitting their stride I don't know how they would put all these games out it, I mean there's so many games coming out from them and uh, yeah they all look great so, and they're all cheap too you know
1: yeah they're all like super cheap I think they're only like couple bucks an episode but yeah. like i said wait till the season's done
0: and then usually you can get them on a disc i know we're getting to season three because i mean the season one and season two are so successful for yeah walking dead.
1: exactly and plus walking dead's like the biggest thing going i mean look at our good friends at lakeland zombie fest i yeah. mean they're blowing up because of walking dead blowing up yeah you know? definitely so, and zombie lore as a whole
0: yeah it's huge so deuce that's kind of like our talk if you missed our panel at lakeland zombie fest it's kind of what we hit on obviously we went a little bit longer at Lakeland Zombie Fest, but this kind of gives you a little sneak peek of what we went through yeah, and what we talked about. a little
1: bit so you guys that maybe didn't make the show could hear it and actually see what happened at Lakeland Zombie Fest. And when we come back, we're going to be talking some of our favorite horror movies. Yes, yeah, stay tuned.
0: This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this one, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. VGM is a must for gamers who love retro video games and are trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers boxes of 3, 4, or even 10 games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with, with Johnny and Deuce, Deuce sent you. Ya. And we're back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, our special Halloween-centric episode. And Deuce, we, we talked about zombie video games in our last segment, and now I kind of wanted to talk about like our favorite scary movies, horror movies, if you yeah. will. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> yeah. But like, not necessarily have to be Halloween-centric, but just like movies that scared you, you know what I mean, or made you think or, or thrilling, you know. Because obviously you have your famous ones like the Halloween and and yeah. Freddy and and um, Jason and all that stuff. Those are great movies. Yeah. And we kind of talked a little bit about Freddy versus Jason uh, with our good friends Brian and Amy from the Photo Lab, Make a Photo yeah, Lab, Make a Photo Lab. Yeah, yeah. And those ga- those movies weren't scary; they were just fun, right? If you were yeah. a fan of the source material. But what was the first movie you thought that you can remember that was scared you or freaked you out?
1: To be honest with you, it was Nightmare on Elm Street because, like, those were super scary to me. And I remember, like, my brother was probably, I think he was in college, but he would, like, rent them. And him and his buddy would come over to the house, and they'd drink beer and, like, watch them. And, like, sometimes I'd walk in, and I'd see something. I'm like, oh! Ah! And then I had to run in the other room, and it yeah. scared the crap out of me. And, like, and anything Freddie-related up until probably I was, like... 10 or so scared the crap out of me and then finally when I got about I don't know 10 11 I could watch him and it wouldn't like just utterly terrify me for days and that's probably besides Evil Dead probably one of my favorite you know horror series. Oh
0: I love the Freddy the Nightmare on Elm Street series and I I am agree with you. I agree with you too. I feel like especially that first Nightmare on Elm Street, was so uneasy, unsettling. Yeah. Especially when we see Johnny Depp, who was unknown at the time, yeah. explode into a pool of blood all over the house, into the ceiling. Like, that was just, like, intense. Yeah. And I remember it always gets me, too. When I was a kid, I couldn't take a bath, like, with my door open, with my door closed. Yeah. Like, i always get freaked out, you know, because Heather Langenkamp, the girl, the girl plays, like, Sarah, whatever her name is in the movie. Yeah. Like Sarah Lancaster. yeah. Like having the Freddie hand go through the tub because she's like dreaming, and oh man, and her falling through the tub like, I freaked me out, dude. Yeah. Like, I remember just freaked out, and I remember I couldn't take a bath like with my door shut, like the bathroom door shut for the longest time because I was so freaked out, you know. And um, it just like, think about it like, that's something that hit me hard was like, you have nightmares. People, oh, All yeah. everyone has nightmares. Yeah, you're not always going to be in a camp where someone's going to come kill you, yeah. you know. But, yeah, everyone has nightmares. Yeah. And so, like, that's what gravitated to me. But I felt like the Freddy movies, like, I think one, movies one to three, uh, up to Dream Warrior, like, those, those are pretty much pretty scary. But I think when you got you to four. two then. Two was a shit show. Freddy's two, Revenge? I don't think, no, I don't think two was,
1: uh, two was that bad. Two was just nuts. Ew. Two was all over the place. Yeah, First I, one was scary. Second
0: one was, like, a comedy. I don't think it was too much. I don't I think, think it was. Really was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was too com- comedic. But, but whatever. That, that's that's subjective. Yeah. But I think after. Dream Warriors I actually really like. Because it, it was the kids that decided to get together in a dream. And, and be yeah. in each other's dreams. And yeah. fought, try to and fight. And
1: that's when was Craven came back. Because he was on the first one. And then he came back for the third one.
0: Because the th- he had no I love the, the third one. one. Yeah. I love the third one. The third one was great. Because it was like. What if we all try to get in each other's dreams. And fight off Freddy as a unit. Because. Yeah they realize in the movie it's called Dream Warriors and that y- you can do anything in your dreams why can't you combat against Freddy cuz he can do anything in your dreams yeah. and like it was an awesome movie and they had an awesome soundtrack too and i remember dokken had a song called Dream Warriors yeah. like it is a cheesy 80s hair metal song it's awesome though but they had that Dream Warriors song which i loved you know cuz i love 80s hair metal so like they had all that factors but i felt like 4 5 were really just like welcome to prime when he started getting the one liners welcome to prime time bitch you know that what? was in number 3 was that in 3?
1: that was in 3 because the girl was sitting there smoking because she was one of the, the dream warriors okay and she was watching uh, the, the television, television Yeah, and, and he, that's when he's like welcome to prime okay, time okay so it bitch. wasn't
0: that one that was still kind of funny yeah but are still kind of freaky but it was it was like the episode see, it's either like 4 or 5 where it was a hotel one where he's like you check in, but you don't check out, and he's doing all these one-liners. Yeah, that was four. That was so yeah. cheesy, though. Like it started getting to the point where he was just kind of funny. Uh-huh. Like it was like it was almost like it was almost like the flip side. You went from one to three, like you know, this freaky, guy's legit,
1: scary. And, and then, then now four, it's like, or five, and six. You want the kills? Like now comedy. you want to see yeah. the kills. Yeah. And it
0: became a slasher film, yeah. right? It's it's one of the rare times where you see a franchise flip its genre. Yeah. it went from being did like, like a 180 almost. <laughs> yeah, it was like a f- legitimate thrilling scary film. Horror movie, and it flipped it on its head and it came more of a slasher film. Yeah. Which no one's really, in my personal opinion, I mean, I'm a I'm pretty seasoned fan, but like, I'm not scared by slasher films. I just want to see the kill, like, yeah. the inventive way of how someone's going to die. Yeah, like, you that's what see people. Kill shot. That's yeah. why the Jason movies, the Friday the 13th, 13th movies, are so popular. You want to see oh, how Final it's
1: Destination f- made a whole franchise off they of did. just the kill scenes. And they were very yeah. successful.
0: Yeah. They were very, well, I don't know if I can. They made say. five of them. So five I mean, you know, Gary Rossington, because the tw- as of taping this, this is October 20th, This is the thirtieth anniversary of when Leonard Skinner's plane went down. Yeah, and they only had a couple survivors, three survivors that came out. Yeah, and only one person still alive, Gary Rossington, yeah. and there's that running like joke that like death is still hunting gary rossington because everyone else has died somehow billy uh the guy billy powell the guy who played piano died and uh leon wilkinson the bass player died of just these strange things right and all of a sudden gary rossington is coming down with this like sort of disease and like it's But he's pretty
1: old though like he's Uh, gotta be in his 50s
0: yeah but still it's just kind of like a running gag with like the final destination community is like You know, they were were supposed to die in the plane crash. You know what I mean? And they're going on. He somehow survived death this whole time because he's the only living member of the original band. And I just thought, I just, I'm a big Skinner fan but I just thought it was kind of yeah. funny even though yeah. I don't wish anything horrible on him obviously no nobody but does but I think it's, it's kind it's of just strange it's like a running gag it's like a running will, yeah. yeah it's like really strange that like he's able to survive because think about it Deuce he survived a plane crash where half his crew died well you gotta remember like Hulk Hogan and Ric
1: Flair both have survived multiple plane crashes yep. that's why Hulk Hogan has a thing he will only wear red underwear on planes because yep. every time he crashed an airplane he was wearing a red pair of underwear so he will only flying airplanes yep. with red underwear on because he thinks it's his good luck charm
0: yeah and it's it's really freaky too how many celebrities die at like age 27 right like it's no. like the Jim Morrison and uh, Jimi Hendrix Steve Barry Vaughn Janis Joplin like John Denver like yeah. all these uh, Amy Winehouse no. all these people died at 27 which is f- weird first of all no. but like a lot of the people that were in Skinner died in that plane when they were 27. It yeah. blew my mind. I was, but I just thought we'd talk about it for a second because it is the 20th anniversary of the plane crash, October yeah. 20th, right? So, But, yeah, Gary Roxton, we wish Gary Roxton, we wish you the best. Of, and you I know, hope you beat that thing. Yeah, man, too, man, because you're an awesome player, you know, and you've been able to carry the, the uh, flag. 38 Special, all that, yeah. yeah. you're able to carry the flag, you know, all this time. So Southern Rock, man, you got to yeah. carry it on. Best wishes to you. But, Deuce, it's like no other franchise has really flipped, it, flipped its script. But I wanted. I would say one Evil Dead. Oh, okay. No, I agree e- with yeah. that. Yeah, Evil Dead. Let's the talk fr- about Evil yeah, Dead because we're we're less. big Bruce Campbell fans. Oh, I'm yeah. the biggest Bruce yeah. Campbell fan. So ever. let's talk about the franchise real quick because yep. I remember being like 15 years old, like a little bit older, watching Evil Dead for the first time. I missed it, you know, back when I was younger, and a lot of my friends were like, "Hey, you gotta watch Evil Dead." But my parents wouldn't let me watch it. Yeah. But I remember it was on like this is back when we had, my dad had like HBO or something. And I remember flipping it on, and all of a sudden, uh, Evil Dead was on. And I remember just, like, how uneasy the movie was. It made me feel. Because the first one wasn't wasn't funny. No. It, it was, was, like, was a legit scary. scary. Yeah. And I remember just, like, the way they did the makeup on the chick underneath underneath the, the ground or I the stairs. steal your soul. Yeah, it was really creepy. And yeah. I was like, man, this is really freaky. And I remember just, like, the way they did the gore was all, like, real organic effects and, like, the blood and, like, twisting people's arms and, and all that stuff. I actually really... Really liked the film. Yeah, and so like that first film I was like wow, and then I don't know how many years later, because obviously it's already out because I was fifteen. But I remember not seeing Evil Dead Two till a bit later. Yeah. I think it was like eighteen or something later when I saw it. And I remember it was like almost like they did they re- retold the film. Like the first few minutes, they retold it. I was like, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, Bruce Campbell starts saying these one-liners. I'm like, what the hell? He's all like charismatic and cocky and like, not that he wasn't charismatic in the first film, but. It he was a
1: totally different, like a one eighty. Like it was more like a like a B, like comedy. a satire. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it was really enjoyable because it had a good dynamic of scary and funny. And I just loved the kills and like they were the, the special effects got better. And it was just, it was same Raimi for people yeah. don't know. Yeah, the uh, the Spider Man guy. I'm no, just kidding. Um, that was his first like his first films that he really got known for was the Evil Dead movies. And and then of course Army in Darkness, which is in a whole nother what would you want to call it. Uh – time period universe yeah, it's like a time travel
1: horror comedy yeah like it's a really weird genre but it's it it probably is my favorite of the three oh it's awesome which it, it, it's funny let me give you a little backstory on that the the, the second horror movie i probably ever watched was evil dead 2 because i remember i was in youth and the youth pastor's brother came and did a lock-in with us and me and him got to talking and he was like hey, man, you really got to see these movies with Bruce Campbell. And I didn't even know who Bruce Campbell was. I was like, okay. So my mom was going to Winter Haven, and I said, go to Blockbuster and rent me Evil Dead 2. And she's like, okay. So she goes in and asks the guy there. He's like, she's like, I want to watch Evil Dead 2. And the I'm sure it was some nerdy 18-year-old guy was like, ma'am, you have really good taste.
0: <laughs> 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 and
1: she, he went and got her the movie, and I watched it. And that was like the second horror movie, because I remember the first horror movie I ever watched was Alien, because I had never really seen a horror movie, and at the time, we would run movies here at the, I think it was a, it wasn't Cinemax, it was like Cineworld. Movie Gallery? Movie Gallery, the one that was here, but it wasn't called Movie Gallery, it was called Cinema Something. Yeah. So. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. and and the lady was like, which is funny, because the lady who actually was running the store ended up running my uh, Bible study later. She was like, Look, this is a this is R rated movie. It's a little intense. So my mom watched it with me. So me and my mom watched Alien together, and I was like, "Wow, this is really good." And then after that, I watched like Aliens, and that was before Alien Three came out. Um, I remember, like, that being, like, the really first horror movie I'd watched, like, from, like, the original cut from beginning to end, not something that was on, uh, because we were lucky back then we had Dr. Paul Bear on Saturdays who would show horror movies, like, and I'd seen horror movies on that, but, you know, their TV edits are way tamer than the original cut, so that was, like, the first movie I saw an original cut with, and I remember watching it with my mom. And then I watched Evil Dead 2, and that one, I was like, wow, this is really good. And then I had found out there was Army of Darkness, and I watched that. And then from then on, I was just in love with Bruce Campbell. And then I found out there was an evil—because, of course, Evil Dead 2. There was an Evil Dead, and I watched that, and I'm like, dude, this is really different. Like, the, Evil Dead 1 was super scary in oh, comparison yeah. to 2 and 3. Sure. And, uh, oh, my God, I even got all Bruce Campbell's books because, I, I, you know— later in life when he started writing books because I just wanted to know all the behind the scenes and the stories and stuff and supposedly knock on wood that cabin's still out there somewhere yeah. and you can like actually go visit and they actually cabin.
0: did a really there was actually a really decent um, Evil Dead remake that I really enjoyed yeah I did it was, it was really good yeah uh, like
1: I waited until it came out on Blu-ray and I got through Netflix but I watched it and was like holy shit it like, was really this good really it was really like really scary yeah.
0: it wasn't like the funny Evil Dead it was like no, a it was legi- scary as shit but like they use a lot of real practical effects and I was like damn that was cool Cool, well, once
1: I heard Bruce Campbell gave its blessing, oh, did, Sam yeah. Ramey was kind of like yeah. uh, helping with it. I was yeah. like, okay, this is going to be good. Not to mention that it, it, the show is airing, I think, Halloween night is um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Which I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait either. And we're, we're probably going to do, do a review. A review. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's. It, I would love to do like a review after a couple episodes and like once it's all over, do a sure. review. Like a mid-season and then do it. Yeah, because, yeah. man, I'm so excited well, for Brandy's it. Well, Brandy's
0: going to watch it. She'll be in on that too. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Then we can all three do it. That'll be yeah. a good episode for you guys in the future to listen to because... I just I love me some Bruce Campbell. I and love dude, even old Bruce Campbell. The dude's gotten
0: in shape too, because like he was a little bit. Let's be honest, when Burn Notice, he was a little bit on the heavy side.
1: Yeah, but did you ever see they did the they did like a movie? It was like a TV movie. It's still in the in the Burn Notice universe, but it showed how he got burned and how he kind of got kicked out of the military, and like for that movie, he lost a lot of weight. So when you saw him, he was actually in shape. Now don't get me wrong, he he was like. Dad bod shape Like Well I shouldn't say yeah. that Because he lost a lot of his gut And he put on some yeah. like Muscle arm strength
0: But like he looked Now he looks, real yeah, good. He he looks really, really good Yeah he looks really really good It's the best shape he's ever been like, Oh yeah and Since he was younger You know like. Oh yeah
1: And he's done so many movies Like one of the ones I really love Is My Name is Bruce Campbell Oh sure Like that was a yeah. great great movie Like he's done so many things And he's been I almost want to say now that, you know, Freddy's kind of died off and Jason's kind
0: of died off, you know. He's the new mascot, he's for, the new mascot
1: for the horror generation, yeah. you know, because.
0: And he's going to hit a whole new generation of fans with this new uh, show. Oh, my God. Show, yeah, so he is. I'm, And I'm I think it's going to bring people
1: back to the Evil Dead and stuff. So who knows? Maybe we will get, you know, after. You know, Ash versus. Well, I hope we get multiple seasons of Ash versus Evil yeah. Dead. Because what knows? I heard
0: it was just like a one shot series, but I hope it's hope it does really well, well. I think they're doing like eight episodes or something. Yeah, it's a small. But I, yeah.
1: I can tell you right now because stars. Ugh, I love me some stars. Outlander's stars. Fantastic. outlanders fantastic. Black sales is um. I haven't seen Black Sales. Oh, you got to watch Black Sales now. Just pretend, pretend that old Transformers doesn't have anything to do with it. Just pretend. Like Michael Bay. Yeah, just pretend. Do. Because yeah. when you watch it, you would have no clue. You don't think but about it, it. it. Oh, my God. It is so good. That's yeah. what got me hooked on Stars Black Sails. Because I saw it, and I said, and that was right after uh, Assassin's Creed 4 came out. And I was in, like, Pirate Frenzy. And I was like, oh, I'm getting Stars, And I've never yeah. cut it off since. Because yeah. we had that. We've got Outlander. Now we've got this coming. And yeah. they've got a couple other really good shows that are yeah. on there. They've got a new one, Patrick Stewart, called uh, Blunt Talk, That's which is really good. It's a comedy yeah. Like, S.T.A.R.S., like, they pull things out of their ass and yeah. make it work. Like, they're like, okay, this looks like it'll be good. Let's throw it out there. And I have yet to watch a s- show on S.T.A.R.S. It's a S.T.A.R.S. original that I didn't like. Yeah. Uh,
0: another, I want to ask you, too, another series, because sometimes series overstay their welcome. Like, they get really good in the beginning, and then all of a sudden there's, like, million of them. Like, a, yeah. I, I, I want to talk about Saul. Uh have you seen? Saul? I've never watched any of the Saw's. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll retain from spoilers. No, you can spoil it because I'm never going to watch it. Because
1: to be honest with you, that's a genre of movie I just don't like. I don't like the torture porn movies.
0: Okay, well that's the
1: first one was from what I heard was really good and it wasn't not that graphic. Torture porn, no. But then like two and three got really graphic, and I'm like, nah, well, I can't it was not
0: till three that really. Because let me let me break this down real okay. quick. I'm not going to spoil like the main thing, but I'm going to tell you the synopsis essentially. Saw, like, the first Saw movie, I didn't see coming. Like, yeah. that, that I'm a, think about it, I And my wife, too, Brand You're Eagle. movie buffs. Yeah, we're movie buffs. And especially when it comes to horror thrill movies. Like, I've seen them all. Like, everything. Even the independent films. And I remember watching Saw, and there's, like, a twist back when movies were really well done in that way. Not, like, Shyamalan twist. But, like, there was a major twist at the end of this movie that I never saw coming. That oh, I this, know
1: exactly what it is. Oh, with Jigsaw? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So... I'm not really – just because people just in case people – we haven't spoiled anything really, so I want to make yeah. sure we don't go too crazy. But the movie itself was so cerebral, like it didn't show any graphic stuff. Yeah. The only thing it ever showed that was graphic is one guy s- cut his arm off, but they didn't show you actually cutting his arm off. They did the whole pull away, like implied that he yeah. cut it off. So I actually thought your mind completed the puzzle. Yeah. It was very hitchcock yeah. in that way where Hitchcock was playing with your mind. So the first Saw movie – as I wish they made no more. Like this would have went down. The first Saw movie would have went down as one of the best a horror classic. Horror classic, and the first one really is. But the problem is, is because it's tainted because of the subsequent sequels. Now, two I actually liked because they make references to the first one, but with different kids, different group of people. Yeah,
1: because they were in that like horror house. Yeah, where they had so, to get the keys and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So the
0: basic premise is, all of a sudden you wake up and you don't know where you're at. And in the first movie, you're in like and one of the guys is like in this like bathroom and you're like, where am I? And you and you all of a sudden you all find out that you realize your memories that like you're drugged and someone grabbed you to this place, which is very scary to think about. Like if you were all of a sudden walking down, open your car at night and someone in a mask came and got you, that would be freaky as hell. And so the whole idea is that all of a sudden they find out they're being videotaped. Like you can see that there's like a camera videotaping. And so, you know, you're being watched, which is another added element. And then all of a sudden, you're like, what's happening to my family? So you've got to find these puzzles to get out of the room, you know? And he's, like, doing all these, you want to play a game is the whole text phrase for that whole series. And that first movie is amazing. And the second one's actually good, but the third one was like, all right, they're just being graphic because there's a lot of nudity in the third one. And that was the thing that threw me off was you go from going uh, cerebral and, like, mind cleaning the picture to, like, the the second one had a lot of not gore but like ooh moments like ah you know like something happens you're like oh man I can't I'm glad that's not me moment yeah. and then the third one it was like a whole one Andy like like breasts and just like everything in front of your face like nudity out the ass and you're like a dude's butt everything like nudity and I'm like dude you went from being like very cool and cerebral. So like, all right, we're gonna throw this in your face with nudity and gore, and I was like, that's when I really kind of checked out. Checked out. And then of course they made four, five, six, whatever. They did a bunch of them. Yeah, but the problem is I hate that, Deuce, because the first couple were really good, and it, but it taints it because you tell someone I like Saw, they're like, ah, those movies sucked. But they don't really think about the first one or second one. They yeah. think of all the crappy ones that followed. Yeah. So that makes me really sad. With the whole like, the first couple Saw movies are really good. And the rest taints it. Same thing with Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Love the first Paranormal Activity. Enjoyed the hell out of it. It's actually the f- and um, this is a true story. This is like the the last movie in theaters to really give me goosebumps because it it, yeah. it it takes a lot to scare me in theaters. I think The Ring was another movie that really freaked me out in theaters. But like and and I was like, all right, they're making a second and a third one, and all of a sudden Netflix had them all on, and I'm like, oh, these are just awful. But the but but the problem is, is the same thing happens with a lot of these movies. The directors don't stay on. Yeah. You look at Wes Craven. Like, he, 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 this is rare for the director to come back. Like, yeah. Wes Craven came back on, on Nightmare 3. But a lot of the directors... And then
1: he stayed away all the way till New Nightmare. Yeah, which well, New it, Nightmare was awesome, by well, the way. Well, New Nightmare, in my opinion, was the dress rehearsal for Scream. Like, that was like... Well, Scream is really good, too. Yeah, and that's Scream another whole genre yeah.
0: altogether. It's like Scream had some cool comedic stuff oh, in there man. as well as it was yeah. poppy, teen. Like, it was cool. I like Scream a lot, actually. Rest in peace, West, Wes Craven. We definitely... Yeah. You're, you're missed, for sure. Uh, but Paranormal Activity, Oren pelly he he was a he's actually a really cool guy. Like he he did that film, the original cut, for like a thousand bucks, like the original cut and oh, a lot right. of the footage of, of Paranormal Activity. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, and so like the film that actually got shown to theaters was made for under like twenty thousand dollars, like kind of like
1: Blair Witch Project, yeah,
0: very Blair Witch because it was like a, f- a found footage thing, um, but not in the way you think. It's not like oh shaky cam everywhere, but a lot of it was like. St- they, they, the people would sit, sit like this uh, camera on a nightstand while they're sleeping and all these things would happen to them very practical effects which yeah. I really appreciated and that's what I really liked about it was it was all one shot a lot of it was one shot yeah. and it was all practical effects and yeah. I was like that's cool and it was just really creepy you know so I love the paranormal activity well I actually own it on Blu-ray I love it uh, and a lot, of people don't, a lot of people liked it a lot of people thought it was scary and they go on and do all these crappy sequels that no one cares about, and it taints the first one. That's oh, yeah. what I hate. Um, same thing with uh, what is it? The Insidious. Like, there's an Insidious one that I heard was pretty decent, yeah. and then that, now, now they're on like the third three, or fourth yeah. or whatever, and it just taints it. Yeah. Like, just because you have a successful film doesn't need doesn't mean you need to make a sequel to it. Exactly. You know what I mean? One film by itself is great. You know what I mean? Just make like a the Shining. They never made a sequel to Shining that mm-hmm. I can remember. Shining was great. Awesome. There you go. And obviously it was based on a Stephen King book, so that's a little bit different. But yeah. like I just hate when they movies like taint like the you know, you have a great first film yeah. and then it just taints it for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that because sometimes that does happen, especially with horror movies because the thing is with horror movies they can make them so cheap they can and true. if they make a really good box office gross they're like oh we've got to do another They'll give one. you a bigger budget yeah they're like we'll give you a bigger budget and you make another one and sometimes directors they just don't say no and then sometimes it's not even the director it's like oh well we own the rights to this story so right. we can just get some new director and some new writers and make another one and then it turns out like you said it's not anything like the ones that were before it And, you know, that sucks, but it is what it is, and that's the thing with the horror genre. Like, you've really got to kind of ride out the highs and the lows. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't normally watch horror movies in the theater. Yeah. I'm not a horror guy. Like, I watch them during the day uh, at home, uh, you know, because I'm just not, like, a scary person. Like, I've been watching the newest season of American Horror Story. It's freaky. Dude, have you been watching
0: it? Well, I don't watch the show, but I happen to catch – uh, I was slipping through at night and I fell asleep. And those are the things where I woke up, and it was like rerunning. How and do you f- do that when you don't have cable? Uh, well, I have like basic cable. Like, it, it, like with with my dad's uh HOA, he has like oh, super okay. basic cable. Yeah. Like the first fifty. Whatever, but not but all you've the got channels FX on there, yeah. But not okay. all the channels come yeah. in, so it's not all 50, it's all yeah. like 20 channels, really. Okay, and FX comes in that's weird, it's really weird, yeah. And so, like, I was flipping because I usually have it for watch football on, right? Because obviously, that's one of the things I'm missing. Is I, I don't really watch, I want a lot, watch live sports, but you I have can't. so much going when on. When that you're I'm, a cable cutter, right? <laughs> but, Deuce, I'm gonna tell you this I, I fell asleep, right? With the TV on, and it was on like Nickelodeon or something, and, or True TV or whatever. I was watching like, uh, what is that comedian show with the Matt, Practical Jokers, really funny show. In Practical, it's uh, really funny yeah. show. And I remember fall asleep, and I woke up in the middle of the night to turn off the TV, and there was this girl running, and all of a sudden she's in a hotel, and like, this guy's chasing after her, and like he's really creepy looking, and he's like killing people. I'm like, what is this? And I see it's like American Horror Story, whatever, whatever. The, the something then the colon, whatever it is. I'm like, this is really creepy. Like, I was surprised, like, you they showed this. No, man. Like, the first episode
1: of this season, American Story Hotel. What is It's Hotel, it's right? Hotel. That's what I was yeah. watching. Yeah, it's it was hotel. A hotel. Holy fuck, dude. Like, the first episode, there's a demon that has a drill bit strap-on dildo, and it's fucking this guy in the ass with it. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I... Sorry, sweetheart. I was watching with my girlfriend, and she's looking at me, and the whole time I am petrified watching this guy just get ramrodded in the BH with a robot. She, dro- wa- she watches do- the show, oh, too. Oh, she loves it. Yeah. She loves it. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I watched the first season. I loved. Uh, That was the Murder House season. That was just called well, Ameri- let's American rewind. Horror Story.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, let's rewind, because I, I I have not seen a single episode of American Horror Story, but I heard yeah. great things out of the first couple seasons. Yeah. Like, there's, it's just American Horror Story, right? It's called
1: American Horror Story, and here's the cool thing. Like, each season it's is self-contained, it's, it's self-contained yeah. but it operates in, like, a shared universe, so there's little things from each season that kind of interconnect, which, if you've been watching the whole show, it's kind of cool, like a nod and a wink, like, hey, but it, if you didn't watch season one and you're watching season four or five, that's fine, yeah. First season was The Murder House, and it, that one was just called American Horror Story, but that was a the theme, The Murder House. And then the second season was American Horror Story Asylum. That one may be my favorite. Um, then horror, American Horror Story 3 was Coven, which was in New Orleans. You would like that. I'd probably being like from, that one. Oh, it's yeah. all in Louisiana and oh, talks man. about voodoo and stuff. Uh, what's that lady's name? Uh, Herveau or Parvo, Like, there's this voodoo queen that they talk about yeah. in, in Louisiana all the yeah. time, and she's, like, a big part of it. So that season was really good.
0: And there's something black something, or what's it called? Uh... After that mm-hmm. one, there's another one. No,
1: it's American Horror Story: Freak Show was the next. Freak one. Show, okay. That's yeah. the one I stopped. Like That's I've a watched lot, heard a lot of people season, say Freak Show Except for that one, I stopped halfway through because it just went way the fuck it. off the rails. That's what a lot of people were like, saying. No, I'm done. And the thing is, one of the main characters was Evan Peters, who I love. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he, I love him. He he basically has been a series regular. But he was in
0: another. Yeah, he
1: was. He started in season two well, as a different actually, character, and in right? season one, he's been in every as season, a different person. Yeah, each one he's a different person. That's why I love. They keep most of the same cast members, but they just play different characters. So I I mean I loved him in season one. Season two, uh, he was really good. Uh, season three in Coven, he was great. Season four, it's like. It was a shit show, and I think every American Horror Story fan will tell you that was probably the worst season. That's what I hear from a lot of people. Yeah, and then the new one is really, really good. The bad thing is they lost, oh goodness, what was the older lady's name? She was amazing. Um, I can't think of off the top of my head, but she was an old school movie actress, and she was phenomenal, but we lost her, because after last season- It was like
0: Ellen something, right?
1: That sounds about right. I yeah. could probably look it up, but I just don't feel like. Yeah, it. <laughs> I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, but anyways, she was amazing, and she even said after last season, she's like, "All right, I think you've lost your way. I'm gonna tap out." So to replace her, we got Lady Gaga this season. Which, oh no shit! Yeah, no shit! And she's a main character. And at first, I'm like, Lady Gaga, wow,
0: this is stunt. But well, she's actually she's actually did really well in the. She's in, amazing on she, the show. She was actually really good in uh, Metete kills yeah or whatever. for the whole 10 minutes she was she in was it. funny but, in it though no, okay. she
1: was funny and like i said i like her and it's not that i dislike her i was just like this is a lot of acting she's a main character she's gonna have to carry a lot of this doing phenomenal like killing it and i'm like wow i did i did not expect
0: this she's probably one. trying to get into the whole acting business anyways like I think she after, her, after yeah, her singing because, career yeah,
1: because i mean come on she's a pop star like how long can you ride out being a pop star but this season, I've only seen two episodes. New episode will be tonight, which will be episode three. Is amazing. Oh, so it's pretty new. Very new. My only complaint was the first episode was like an hour and 10, 15 minutes. Last week's episode was an hour and 40 minutes. Like, I turned it on to watch thinking, oh, Are they okay. Are supposed
0: to be that long? Are they supposed to be
1: that long? They can be as long as they want. It's FX. They can do what they want. Really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind, because I don't
0: watch FX very okay. much. FX, FX will let you do what you want. So an episode can be whatever time it wants? Yep. It can be as long as you serious? As yeah. See,
1: that's what I, I don't, love about okay. FX. FX has a very strong and hard, fast rule. If you're the director and you're running a show, you tell FX what you want to do and they go, okay. As long as they like your show and the ratings are good, they'll let you do whatever you want. Like, prime example, huge Sons of Anarchy fan. Huge. Oh, great show. Great, great yeah. show. Mm-hmm. The whole last season... Every episode was like an hour and a half. That's right. Yeah, because... I didn't think yeah, about that. because they do that. And now here's the
0: thing. That's... Don't oh, get wow. me wrong. That's they so get weird. S- I forgot that was an FX show. Well, it's a it's wow. a
1: double-edged sword because, yeah, they're longer, but they get to sell more ad space, and those shows are, like, prestige TV. Yeah. Like, the last season of Sons of Anarchy was making crazy ratings. It so was. So, like, sure, do an hour and a half episode because, you know what? We get yeah. to sell more ads, we get to charge out the ass for them. So, it works out good. But I really not going to lie the first episode was hard to get for me personally because I'm not a gore person I can't stand gore can't
0: no well was i what i described to you earlier part of the hotel right yes this chick was running through a wall the wall opened up for her and then cops were coming after her and the wall was shut for them they couldn't go up it was like a brick wall and there was this dude that was chasing after him the dude from like the nazi era like he's he's been living for all this time or was i watching something else that had, it was it was said american horror story it was like this guy he's been living it forever. Been, he was like a Nazi guy like he's been around forever. It may like, have been asylum cuz oh, asylum, asylum had a lot
1: to do with Nazis like there was a big overarching theme Maybe of Nazis, it was not maybe it was asylum. But they had aliens in the second season too so oh, okay. that was cool. Okay. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, this season so far, they've introduced vampires. We've never had what? any vampires in the show. So
0: they can do anything in yeah, the show. They,
1: yeah, so they got vampires. We got ghosts back, which I like, because I like their take right. on ghosts. Like, yeah. if you die in a place, you're stuck there, so you can't leave. So, like, one of the girls died yeah. there, so she's stuck in the hotel can never leave. And I like their take on vampires. It's basically, being a vampire, you've got a virus, and you've got to feed on blood but it just soups up your uh, immune system is all it does and he's like well somebody cuts off my head or shoots me with a silver bullet while i die and lady Gaga goes bitch please you, you know so she's like you're immortal but she's like if you go in the sun it zaps you of your energy so you get really tired so like you can go out in the sun but you can't stay out in it like super long or get like really run down and tired and like they don't have fangs so she's always got these things on her fingers where they're like long uh, I don't know what you put them like really long fingernail looking things and she'll slice people with them to like cut them and drink them. And she's got some young kids that she's doing dialysis with. Oh, wow. She takes her blood and she'll drink it because it's, you know, clean and it's pure. And it's like, it's nuts. The first two episodes have been, the first one was really hard to watch. not going to lie because all the gore and the drill bit dildo demon that freaked me the fuck yeah. out. Like I was looking at my friend and I'm like, you serious? And she's like, I I promise, after this, it's not as bad. I was like, okay. So I sat through it, got through it, watched last week's. It was really good. Gruesome still, but not that level of gruesome. I'm interested to see what happens. It'll be tomorrow night because we're taping on a Tuesday. Uh, Tomorrow night's episode, see what happens. But I'm not going to lie. I save them, and I watch them during the daytime. I watch them with all the lights on when it's light outside. And then afterwards, I watch, like, Archer or something, like a palate cleanser. Yep or like The Flash or something to like clean it because it's like I can't watch it before I go to bed and I can't watch more than two in a row. If I watch more than two in a row, I'm like jacked. I'm like, yeah, I can't handle that. Yeah.
0: So, Deuce, that was kind of like our talk on like the horror, the horror genre, scary yeah. movie genre, and of course, we delve into television too, which is cool. Which is nice. I wasn't expecting this to go that route, but I learned a lot. Yeah, like like you said, I always, I mean, I've always heard great things from American Horror Story, and it's like the fr- I think the first two seasons are available on Netflix, first, so they, they're all available yeah. on Netflix, yeah. all four. Because yeah.
1: literally, the day season five came out, they put up season four. Which nice. that one you could probably skip, but like season one, phenomenal. Season two is really good. Season like I said, the first three seasons are all pretty stellar. Season f- now, some people really love season four. There's some fans out there that says season four was great. I couldn't get through it because it's just too over the top for me to handle. And uh, once they they lost the older lady, I was really yeah. worried. Yeah. But now that they got Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga stepping up, and that cast is phenomenal from top to bottom. Like if yeah. you read the cast list, it's like Evan Peters, uh, Sarah Paulson, um, Kathy Bates. Um, like, it's really, really good people from top to bottom on the cast. Sure. Matt Boomer, um, like, it's a phenomenal cast, and that's why I say we're in an age of prestige television right now. Like, we've got such good television going on, and it's it's definitely, uh, uh, to me, um, uh, almost a must-watch show. It's right up there with Walking Dead. Because Walking Dead's a must-see TV. I'm glad you guys are watching now because I want to do, once you guys get caught up, Every, I want to do, a, like, a, a Walking Dead recap. Like we so did with Supernatural. Yeah. yeah Especially now that Brandy's watching, I'm really glad she got caught up because for a while there, she was not really on the train.
0: Yeah, once she got into season two, she was hooked. So we'll that's talk about it for a yeah. later, later date and time, but... Yeah. So thanks for listening. It well, was a cool little Halloween episode. Uh, Spooky yeah. episode yeah. for your Halloween. Yeah, so uh, this obviously will be going out. Uh, our schedule plan is to go out on um, October 30th, the day before Halloween, on a Friday, because we, yeah. li- we would like to release on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah. So if you are listening, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Be safe out yes. there,
1: guys. Be safe, because Halloween is, can be a... At least for us adults, it can be a little rowdy holiday. So yeah. from the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, be safe out there. Make sure you designate a driver. Yep. So
0: happy Halloween, like we said. And, of course, Deuce, how do people find us on the Internet? You can find us on the
1: Internet at HHPodcastShow on the Twitter machine. Also, you can send us your emails to Show at gmail.com. We're doing a mailbag episode soon, so uh, just put mailbag in the subject. Also, maybe send us what's your favorite Halloween or scary movie what was your favorite season of American Horror Story? What are your thoughts? Send them to us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And, of course, when you're talking to us on Twitter and putting it in the Twitter machine, there's three hashtags you got to use. Hashtag yeah, Happy Hour Podcast. podcast hashtag HH podcast, HH podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later.
0: See you.